Hello and welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. Welcome to the Tactical Debrief where we take a little bit of a, a deeper look at the games that we've just seen. So Aston Villa 1, Chelsea 3. Bitterly frustrated. Bitterly frustrated. Um, still a little bit worried, um, especially at home. Just a bit hard to explain, a bit flat, a bit meh, a bit like confused a little bit, a little bit not quite sure what's going on or, you know, and I'm just talking, I'm I'm like every single one of you guys, I am a Villa fan who is emotionally connected with Villa, loves the club, wants us to succeed, so everything I say comes from the heart. When I'm commenting on games, it's I'm commenting on what I see. Uh, I'm not sugarcoating anything. Uh, I'm just an actual Villa fan like you guys commenting on their thoughts. So, um, yeah, just annoyed, frustrated. Um, not buying into this. The players didn't want to win. And the players don't want to win and go through in the FA Cup. The players don't get what the FA Cup means. You know, anyone who watched Unai's press conference, he was a man possessed the other day. He was so driven. He was so sort of wanting to get his point across. He was just so driven for the game. And I thought, he's up for it. And the players lacked the manager's oomph going into the game. And I think that's a real frustrating part from it you know we we saw against Newcastle how, how it just wasn't like what we've played all season it was it was we were off it they wanted it more than us and against Chelsea it was pretty similar it was pretty similar in the sense of Chelsea Looked like they wanted it more. They were together more. They they had a reaction together. But the the one thing that I will that I will say about the last two games is teams are having a blueprint of playing against us now. And the word we've been found out. It's true. Honestly, it's true because there's a blueprint now to beat us at home and teams are doing the same thing. Both Newcastle and Chelsea did exactly the same thing against us and they've both beat us. And when they've both done the same thing against us, they've made us look very average, very poor. They've made the midfield look non-existent. They've made it look like the width of Villa Park is two pitches wide and we are playing in the narrow width of one. And we're just really open. You know, you stood there and you can't believe what you're watching. You can't believe how one touch, two touch, bang. And there's a player on the right-hand side who's got acres of space to run into. And he's 1v1 with our fullback. You flip it to the right-hand side. You flip it to the centre of the pitch 
one pass, two tap pass, bang, and they're away. And that's no that's no coincidence that that's, that's happening time and time again now. And if we keep doing the same method against teams that are doing that against us, that's going to keep happening. You can't keep repeating the same thing. There's that saying, isn't it? Like you keep repeating and it's like the sign of madness or something. And that's literally what we've done. Two games and two games we've lost 3-1. At home. So we've gotta we've gotta fix it up slightly. We've got to adjust. Uh, because like I said on the fan cam, if we play like that against Manchester United, we are going to get absolutely battered. With their pace out wide, with this blueprint of what teams are doing against us at Villa Park, we're gonna get absolutely run ragged. Because they've got the defensive nows of Mayno and Casemiro. All they're going to do is just bypass our midfield, ping balls galore to Ganacho, Sancho and Hoyland, and we're going to be exposed at the back. So I'm not worried in the sense of we can't adjust, we can't get it right. But we've got to see some tweaks now with this system and the way we're playing at home, because if we keep doing the same thing, the same thing is going to keep happening. And it's not all on the system. It's on the players as well. They've got to take some responsibility because some of the passing yesterday was atrocious. I mean, for that first goal, I'm going to show you in a minute, like, it, it, there's there's got to be a bit of, like, defensive nails on the pitch to realise what you're actually doing and how exposed you're leaving the whole team. Um, so yeah, so we'll get straight into it. We'll have a we'll have a look at uh, one of the big points that I think is why we're struggling at the minute, and 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 why we're being exposed. So we'll go and have a little look at the tactical pad first up then, and then we'll have a look at uh, some of the still images from the game of what went wrong and and, and yeah, just why we're having a little bit of a mare then. So here we go. Aston Villa in our current system is at this moment in time at home very, very narrow. It was narrow against Newcastle and it was narrow against um it was narrow against Chelsea. And one of the one of the reasons why I feel like we're struggling massively at home is and I'm sure I highlighted this against Newcastle. Is here and here. Now, why I've highlighted those areas is because if you look at how our general front six are playing, Tielemans is pressing with Ollie Watkins, which allows Bailey to go out wide. Now, when Diaby plays, Diaby plays in this role and we'll have an extra midfielder in there. The problem we've got is Tielemans is covering a lot of ground. So Tielemans is covering central midfield, forward line, anywhere around this area is where Tielemans is pressing. And Leon Bailey's generally staying out wide. The role of John McGinn last night is to work in this area and this area. Now, if John McGinn has took up a central position for Aston Villa and he's been pressed in midfield, and we've lost the ball on transition. 
John McGinn has got to move all the way over here to offer Aston Villa any width and to offer Moreno any cover. So because we're playing so narrow and we're being exposed by playing so narrow and when Chelsea's defenders are picking, I've put a United player because I've already done this for um, the preview. So we're going to go with like a Dallow, right? So Dallow's received the ball over here and John McGinn is in his central area. John McGinn's got to go all the way over here to engage with Dallow. Too far. There's too much ground having to be made up. And time and time again against Chelsea, this player was just, he had the license of all of this to just do exactly what he wanted to do because our midfield is too exposed. We're having to travel too far. Any team at the minute that's playing with width against Aston Villa gets so much joy so much acre of space to exploit and play against Aston Villa. It's too narrow. We're far too narrow in midfield. And the problem what we're having as well is that when we do win the ball in central midfield and we're having to attack, you're asking Moreno, which he's done all season and which has, which has served us well, he has to make up so much ground to get into an attacking area. And we've just got no cohesion or or movement. It's all just very, very static and very narrow and very lack of width. And if Bailey's picking up the ball, he's just got he's just got so much work to do. You know, the runs, the runs are what we look like is that. We're having to make up ground to get into attacking areas, which which is a bit of a problem. It's not like if Bailey's got the ball out wide, Tiedemans can just make a little run and, and he opens up a bit of space and he's gone. It's like these players have got to make up loads and loads of ground to get there before Bailey can decide what he's going to do to pass to a Villa player. That's just how it looks to me. So really frustrated. That wide area is absolutely killing us at the minute. So let's have a little look then at some of the slides, some of the stuff that happened against Chelsea. And anyone who watched the predicted lineup will have heard me say that without Konsa, Cash needs to stay in that right back role and just stay there and just sit in there and just defend. Because what's happening is he goes forward and we're exposed. And the first goal highlights it absolutely perfectly of where we've gone wrong here. So you can see that Kamara is in his screening role, screening the, the defence, but Cash has gone forward. So Cash has attacked, Cash has gone forward, Cash has made that progressive run. You've got Kamara, who first half was just, I, thought, I think he thought he was passing to a Chelsea player, has passed the ball to a Chelsea player. Now, because Chelsea are now in possession of the ball, where, where's our right back? Look at our back, look at our defence. So in at this moment in time, our defence is Longley, 
and Car is that Moreno or Carlos? Must be Carlos. That must be Carlos. That must be um, Longley. Where where's the defence? How have we allowed this pass to go to a Chelsea player, knowing that on that right hand side at that moment in time we've been overloaded three to two? It's it's really bad. It, it's really bad decision making. It's it. I, I can't. I don't understand. I don't. I just don't understand. I don't understand why. I mean, Cash has gone forward. Kamara's tried to play him a ball, and that there is just suicide. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you, you're just asking for trouble. You, you're just asking for trouble there. And then there we go. He's he's on that right left hand side, clean through. Um, and this is where that first goal comes from. The Villa midfield is again separated from the back three. And we're just really, really exposed. And then another one where the ball goes in. Uh, and yeah, scrambling around. This one. This highlights my point of what I was making at the start on the tactical pad. Of how John McGinn's role. So, we, we, you know, we go back. Go back and have a look what I was saying. So, John McGinn here now has got so much ground to make up to get over to that right, to that left-hand side, right? So let's have a look at the photo. Here we've got John McGinn, who is in a narrow position and stuck in no-man's land. So we're in no-man's land now because if he goes there, it gets popped off over there, which is what happens. So one pass has bypassed the whole of our midfield. So the whole of our midfield is here now. One pass out wide to this Chelsea player. And Moreno has got a big decision to make. Does he go? Or does he leave this man? And that man will run behind. So because the system's exposed, you can look at all the players. Bailey, he's like head down. He's thinking, oh God. Kamara, head down. Oh God, running back. Louise, head down. Oh man. I'm running back. You know, it's it's exposed. And have a look at that graphic there. Have you been that mid in that middle area there of that decision what he's got to make? And out wide we've been absolutely killed. And then here we go. So now look at this. Moreno, he can't he can't engage. He can't engage the player that's got the ball because he's gonna be left exposed again. So Really frustrating. Again, Villa's midfield, Villa's defence. There's nothing There's nothing in there. And, you know, you give these players time, that high line's going to be exposed because it's just balls over the top. It's balls through there. And, and this was this was the goal. And it, it's frustrating, like, that midfield. Like, why is it so flat? Where's the depth to it? So... You can't believe what you're watching, can you, at times? Again, Douglas Luiz has been done on the byline. Where is the Villa midfield? Nowhere to be seen. And then, look, we're exposed again. And the, a point I want to make, a, a big point I want to make, 
is that in the Premier League, if you give players with quality any amount of time to pick a pass, you're, you're, you're in so much trouble. In this scenario here, if that midfield has been bypassed and this player on the ball can just run at a defence and dictate what he wants to do, I can't understand. I can't understand how we've gone from this team that's so organised and so resolute and so tactically aware of every aspect of, of play to having moments where teams have got the whole of Villa Park to run into and so much space and so much time. I just don't... I, I can't put my head on it. I can't put my finger on it. Um, and like I say, the, the, all of this here now is something that Manchester United are going to be licking their lips at. Look at this scenario here. Get Rashford here, 1v1. With Hoyland running in the box. With Ganacho on the right. You know, fundamentally, the team is having a mare. Tactically, it's having a mare. It's all over the place. It's absolutely all over the place. All, honestly, it's all over the place at the minute. And it's just really frustrating. You know, I, I had to take a screen grab on sofa score at half-time of, of, of the average, well, the players that were playing and, um, you know, how loose we were. You know, these are the average ratings of the first half. We've got Kamara, eight, this is first half, 80% passing accuracy in the first half, which is, you know, loose. Matty Cash had 100%. John McGinn, 70%. One of his six ground jewels won. Tielemans, 73%. Leon Bailey, 63%. Douglas Louise, 75%. You know, those numbers are so loose. And then we've got average positions from Chelsea. Uh, their system was way better than us, pressed us so well. And then Villa's system, gappy and exposed, I think is, is the term that I'd use. Um, so, unfortunately, it's, it, it's not a positive one for me. Uh, it, again, it, it's a negative one, but you can only, you can only say what you see. Yeah, that that especially doing a lot of this of fan cams, match reactions, debriefs. You know, if if I want to make an episode of context, then you know, at the end of the season, we'll we'll do a season review and we'll have a look at the at, the, at how the season panned out and, and how we were doing halfway through the season. You know, but the season's not over and the season, it's not over to reflect or it's not over to think of how well we've done because we're still in a season. We're still playing. You know, it's, we're in the here and now and, and we're reacting to games and we're reacting to what we've seen and, We've got to, we've just got to, I think we've just, 
got to change what we do at home. You know, who not, there was a time in, in the game when we were losing and, and Martinez threw it out to Moreno quickly and we lost possession and we turned it over. And Unai was, was, was trying to slow it down, calm it down a bit. And I just think, you know, we, we're by far from the finished article. We all know this. And I will say that we are by, by far from the finished article. And I think maybe at home, we've just got to realise which teams we can try and control the game and which teams we can sit off a little bit and hit them on the break a bit. And I think that's maybe something that we've got to realise that Chelsea are a decent team. Can we play this slow possession-based football against a team that want to just quick-fire transition us, same as Newcastle, quick-fire transition us, same as United, they're going to want to do the same thing. So if we're so slow with our build-up and our possession and trying to control the game, we're getting caught, we're getting exposed. So do we need to sometimes just be a little bit more counter-attacking, explosive at home? You know, so I think it's adjusting and figuring out what we're going to do. The other thing that I will say as well, and this is no, you know, trying not to be really, really negative, is that we look like we've lost that, you know, when we go into games and we play against like Brighton and, and we do a job on them. So we'd like, Brighton would come to Villa and we would expose Brighton. You know, we'd exposed Newcastle last season. We exposed Man City. We exposed, you know, some teams this season. Doesn't look like we're doing that anymore. Doesn't look like we. Doesn't look like for every every game that there's like that individual game plan. From what I'm seeing, it looks like we're going out and we're doing the same thing that we're doing. And the opposition are coming and doing a job on us. So, I don't know. That's my honest thoughts. Like, I've just been honest, as I always am. I will say what I see. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, if if you've got any positives to, to add, then fire them away. Um, but, yeah, cheers, everyone, for watching. Comment your thoughts down below. Uh, we'll have the United uh, preview. We've got a special guest coming on. And we've got a really good opposition preview for Manchester United as well. So, uh, cheers, everyone. Unfortunately, it's not very positive. Unfortunately, you know, I'm not positive when things are going bad, which is, I think, good for you guys because you get to see, you know, just some level-headed, hopefully, uh, honest Villa fan talking, which I'm just the same as all of you guys. I don't try to be... Anything other than than an honest Villa fan who tries to enjoy the journey with you guys and, and enjoy being a fan just like what all you guys enjoy. So, uh, yeah, cheers, everyone. Up the Villa.